brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello. Thank you for downloading the podcast. My name is Dave. That's Matt. My name is Matthew. Hi. Uh, we are going to be, I think, one of the most formidable partnerships in the history of the world of art. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah we are. We certainly are. <laughs> Literally, we're recording this now, and then we're going to go into a little studio at the end of the corridor here, mm-hmm. and we are going to paint like no-one has ever painted before. Yeah. Or well, with, with, blindfolded for a start. Yeah. One of us will be blindfolded. And with just one colour. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure there's much you can do with just one well, colour. Didn't Damien Hurst do quite well out of just those little coloured circles? Maybe uh, we maybe should just do that. Maybe we should go, yeah. Maybe yeah, we should do okay, that. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be talking art and explaining to you shortly why we are going to a little room at the end of the corridor to paint whilst blindfolded using only one colour. Plus, well, when it comes to Bon Jovi, not everything's as rosy in my garden as that bed that he sings about, it would seem. <laughs> Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning, Matt Dyson. Good morning to you, David. Emma Jones. Hi. Glenn Moore. Hello. Look what's happened, courtesy of www.heartscraft.com. We were sent a gift, and we love it. <coughs> this is my one. A black T-shirt with... Oh! oh. Monkey, 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 same, same, same. Written on it. Adorned on a T-shirt. <laughs> they haven't forgotten the man who came up with the saying in the first place. Wow. Well, was the victim of some vile yes. abuse. Yeah. Yeah. We've, got one, we've got one for the little boy who yelled at <laughs> you yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. We've got one for each of the group of children Great, yeah. in Thailand on the beach <laughs> yeah. who originally yelled, oh. monkey, monkey, same, same. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Marvellous. Isn't that lovely? It's a dream come true. It should. I suppose it really should be something that exposes your body hair like a string vest, perhaps. What, just, monkey, monkey, same, same. What, at the back? So then you can see why I was called the monkey monkey same same in the first place. Well, it's because now we can safely say you're very hairy from the neck down. <laughs> Matt Dyson, you <laughs> have trimmed yourself. I, I trimmed my beard. You you suddenly seem to have fallen in love with me well, all over again. I, you know, I always think it's nice to crush on someone at work. Just to, <laughs> even if you're married or whatever, it's just nice to have an object of affection. Mm. And you are it now. Have you seen Matt Dyson's I, I, ears? I've, I've never seen his ears. <laughs> Take your headphones well, off and show everyone your ears. I, my He's got beard really was sexy out. ears. Yeah, I was wondering my what was beard was a bit out of control, right? So I just Look trimmed my beard. sexy ears. My... I did trim my I did trim my ear hair right, oh. but my ears aren't that hairy. They oh. weren't like covered by. Oh no! Come on, what? <laughs> I, I don't know why you've only just noticed my ear. I've been work- my ears. I've been working with you for years, and you've never mentioned. But they're so before. often headphone covered. Yeah, they are. maybe that's what it is. Yeah, beard yeah. and headphone means I've never seen yeah, them. But in the well. meeting, I just looked up and I was like, "My God, <laughs> it's beautiful." <laughs> and he turned his head round. There's another one. <laughs> yeah, and I can, They're beautiful. I can wiggle them as well. What? I inherited the gene from my granddad, Bert. If you want to see me wiggle them. <laughs> oh, my That's impressive. What's that for? Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, yeah, what is that for? I've it's obviously no some evolutionary trait, but yeah. it's use. Oh, no yeah, offense. It's useless. No yeah, offense. Yeah. really useless. I know, yeah, it is. Whilst Glenn's talking about evolutionary traits, I'm just thinking, for heaven's sake, Matt, I'm married. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So whilst my first thoughts were all about monkey, monkey, same, same merchandise and Matt Dyson's sexy ears, <laughs> I'd love to know about yours. 
Matt Dice, what was your first thought? Uh, mine was about how um, the brownie, uh, brownies have moved on with the world and the Cub Scout movement have moved on. I remember when I was in the Cubs... We they've, let, the... they've let 40-year-old men in. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When I was in the Cubs... Congratulations. Uh, when I was in the Cubs, every, every um, time before you started the meeting, you had to swear allegiance to God and to the Queen. And mm-hmm. It felt quite dated. Mm. Almost like you were being brainwashed. But, um, right. <laughs> and, but now they've moved on. I can tell you it. They, okay. they now have a set. My daughter, How Bess, do you know this? Oh. sworn oh. in to the brownies oh, last bless night. Oh, bless her. So she is now officially a brownie. And here is the promise. Here's what she had to say when she stood at the front with uh, her uh, three fingers up in that dib dob dib 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 dob 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 What am I talking about? Anyway, any of you not in the Cubs or brownies? I was a brownie at a rainbow. Were you? What's a rainbow? That's pre brownies. Pre brownies. Oh, never go into God. Cancelled it before guides because I was cool. Yeah, exactly. I was in Cubs but not Scouts. I was in Cub Scouts. A large boy fell on me, broke my collarbone, was never allowed back again. There's a lot to unpack in that sense. Really? You were never allowed back or he was? I was, as in like my parents were like, you're not going back there. And I was like, it's not going to happen every week. You were the victim. Yeah, I know. You were the victim in this crime. Did you, do you remember the boy's name? No, I just remember his, his, his general heft. Oh, dear. It really, How did he fall on you? What were you doing? Uh, I can't remember. He, he sort of slipped over and bumped, and like bumped into me and then just landed like directly on my collarbone. It was very, all I remember is, it, it, I mean, whilst they waited uh, to, for someone to pick me up to take me to the hospital, they were oh, trying wow. to sort of cheer me up and they got me to try and spin a paper plate on a stick. So they, they tried to get me to rotate the arm that was injured. <laughs> it was the most agonising way to try and cheer up a child. <laughs> it's the only way he's going to learn. I was only 19. You're not going back. Sorry, let's not distract from this beautiful moment. Yeah, well, that's an amazing So Bess has been sworn into the brownies. Yeah, hopefully, eventually, she'll get a breaking another child's collarbone badge, but not (laughs) yet. That's still to come. But this is what they say now. Here we go. I promise that I will do my best to be true to myself and develop my peace, to serve the Queen and my community, to help other people and to keep the brownie guide law. You still have to do the Queen bit, Yeah, though. the Queen, queen very much queen features bit, heavily. But she says, I will develop my beliefs, whatever they may be. The new secular brownies. I think it's so cute. Yeah. I just, when that message, I was thinking, oh, there'll be a moment of silence now, and that people will all go, oh. oh. And you just went, still have to play the Queen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I like that, mate, you changed your voice quite convincingly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was impressive, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I promise not to break anyone's collarbone, I'll be a good girl. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I crave your first thoughts. I often do. 8, 12, 15. I was in the Beavers, Cubs, Scouts and Army Cadets, says Gaz on Twitter, adding, I think my mum just wanted me out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) There is an element of that to it, I I imagine. I wasn't in any of those types of things. I tell you what, it's a good hour and a half of no childcare. Well, you have to pay a little bit. You pay a small nominal fee, but yes, it's good value. Just to keep them in toggles. To keep them in toggles. Toggles don't grow on trees, you know. Toggles or woggles, they still have them. You'll be pleased to learn. (laughs) They're not called toggles, are they? They are, they're either Toggle or a woggle, I checked last night. Right. With, well, it doesn't matter, we can with say brown either. Owl. I checked with brown owls, she said you can say either. Yeah. Oh. Toggle or yeah. woggle. Yeah, I was surprised by that too. Uh, they used to be plastic in my day on the old neckerchief, and now they are uh, leather. Leather woggles. Ooh, a leather toggles. toggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't small mammals fluorescent so we don't run them over from Justin and Felix, though? 
Why I just don't think that they've evolved quicker than the car. They will. The, they'll be able to do that and wiggle their areas. In yeah, wiggle, <laughs> wiggle areas, yeah. yeah. Um, they'll be able to toggle <laughs> between the two effortlessly. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think that possibly small animals will become fluorescent in mm. 100,000 years. Yeah, hopefully. And hopefully. that's what they'll look like. Yeah, yeah. They'll just be little, like, pink bunny rabbits everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> First thought, Dave. Panic. Meeting a friend I've not seen for 15 years tonight... She lives abroad. We've not fallen out. Nick points that out. Okay. And I've still not booked anywhere. Ah. Does anyone know a decent pub in Barons Court area? Now, Barons Court is in West London, kind of near Hammersmith, for those of you who don't know. Matt Dyson, that used to be your ends. Any suggestions? Yeah, I mean, there is there's the Albion, a nice wood-panelled pub for draft ales, or the Cumberland Arms, which is a down-to-earth pub with a European menu. Ooh. If you go a bit further afield, though, over into Brook Green, you can go to the Brook Green Hotel. Ah. Why is that significant to me, David? Um, <laughs> for a little quiz. Uh, pub quiz? <laughs> you had a pub quiz there. No, no I, swear, I got married there. No, my wedding reception yeah. was there. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Lovely years pub. Years ago, yeah. Very nice pub, yeah. Okay, so you could go, you could take your friend, Nick, to the pub where Matt Dyson got married to Katie and say, look, my favourite radio show, yeah. one of the guys on there got there's married. A, there's him. a blue plaque outside, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if your friend lives abroad, it's practically a tourist attraction. You're absolutely right. Um... Up next, we're going to tackle a big question which is sent in by Steve, which is, why are there no young Steves? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Uh, FYI, uh, Nick has confirmed the Greenbrook Hotel where you got married. Ah, uh, yes. The Brook for, Green Hotel, yes. Lovely. For his meet with an old friend. So, oh, well, well I'm enjoy. It's a very nice pub. Let's turn our attention to Steve's, shall we? OMG, Dave, I'm 42 next week. Why are there no young Steve's <laughs> from Steve? Well, happy birthday for next week, Steve. The youngest Steve I could think of was Stephen Gerrard, who's 38. I can't think yeah, of anyone do you know younger. What the first yeah. thing that came into my head was, oh, Steve McManaman, what's that? Oh, no, wait a second, he's like 50. <laughs> I've got, yeah, got Stephen, friend, who's 30. Oh, Stephen, okay. Yeah. Brilliant, okay. Great. But there... is he Steve? Is he Steve? He's Steve to some, but maybe more of a Stephen. Stephen. More That's of a Stephen. Stephen so do. There were loads, there were so many Stephens in the 80s growing up. Couldn't move, <laughs> couldn't move for Stephens. <laughs> there were a lot of Stephens Seriously, right, there's okay. loads of Stephens and Aarons, Aarons. Couldn't move for them. Aarons and Stephens. Now, there are no, in my daughter's school classes, there are no Steves. No. No, no one's calling their kids Steve. He's like anymore. Gary, isn't it? Yeah, I think there was or, one baby Gary Barry. born yeah, last Barry. year. Yeah, that's stats, by the way, not just Emma coming off the yeah. top of your head. That was an actual fact. Yeah. So what we're trying to do here is um, find the youngest Steve. Yeah. If you're a Steve, or maybe you're the father or mother of a Steve, oh, mm. I mean, we'd yeah. love to find a five-month-old Steve. Or if you're on the way to the maternity ward yeah, right now, yeah. if anyone's gone into labour and you're considering changing idea. your plans... Yeah. <laughs> what a great idea. And calling your daughter Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for us. <laughs> Lovely little baby Steve. Look at oh. her. Look at her light eyes. They're beautiful. <laughs> and what was your first thought today? I thought, oh no, I've put that jumper on that got loads of bubbles stuck to it in the wash and I forgot to wash it again. But I was running late for my taxi, so I don't know if you can see it from there, but I threw this jumper on. I didn't have time to change it. And I last time I washed it was with a blue towel and the oh. blue towel went all over the woolly jumper. And now I just have 
bits oh, all over me. But know. Glenn has assured me that he thought it was just part of the jumper, so that's yeah. what I'm going with. Yeah, the producer Nick thought oh, exactly yeah. the same as well. Oh, You'd never the, guess that's not part of the jumper. The arm. It does look like the colours match. Because it's purple. purple, yeah, you've got the blue and the purple, and yeah. you, you've got the chunky knit going on. So I'm pulling it off? I think you're getting away with it. You've a new jumper. Toweling is the greatest material. Oh, yes. Isn't it? I just, I mean, everyone wants to be wrapped in a towel constantly, don't they? I'm always wrapping a vagina in a towel, and I think, Daddy will just have a little wrap. Whilst I'm here. Glenn, what was your first thought? Uh, mine's another name-based one. I've never met a Shane. Ooh, You've never I met a Shane. That's one. I've never met a Shane. Never oh, met Shane Rich. You've never lived. He's just yeah. Actually, I've never met Shane Richie. Shane Richie. Uh, no, I'll, I'll put it to you. I'd say the average person has never met a Shane. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, I, no, I don't want to interject again, but I had a Shane I've, in my class at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> a few Shanes. Yeah. You know a few Shanes. Yeah, yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. So we've had an idea. As Glenn's never met anyone called Shane before, and lots of you getting in touch, thank you very much indeed. Uh, male and female Shanes, yeah, good morning to you all. Female Shanes, apparently, now. We're hoping to devise Glenn's Walk of Shane, where <laughs> <laughs> out in Golden Square, we're going to get almost Guard of Honour made up entirely of people named Shane, and you're going to walk through them all. Great. And not meet any of them. Just head down, just keep walking <laughs> yeah. past. Still haven't met one. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to shake hands with all. You would have gone from, like, naught to 60. Yeah, yeah. yeah. comes to Shane <laughs> in under three seconds. It's very, very impressive. Um, the other big question, of course, came from Steve, who is 42 next week, and he wondered why there were no young Steves. Well, here we go, Steve. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm 19. Mike from Wirral says, I have a 12-year-old Stephen in my football team. 12-year-old wow. Steve there, matched only by an 11-year-old Steve, who's part of the Eversham Rugby Club under 11s. And joining us right now on line one, we have Tracy. Good morning, Tracy. Hiya. Lovely having you on the show. Your friend's son is called Steve. Please tell everybody listening how old he is. Eight. Eight years old! Eight years old! Tracy, thanks for taking the time to tell us that. We'll send you a Daybreak Breakfast Show mark for your troubles. Brilliant, thank you. Cheers now, Tracy. Hi, my son is called Steve. He's 20 months old. Oh, it's still happening. Yeah. Yes. That's from Stephen from Durham. Oh, oh. double so Steve. Steve. Double Steve, young double oh. Steve. Steve Junior. Steve Junior, yeah. There he yeah. is. It's, wow. the, the Steves are alive and well, I'm so pleased to say. And finally, morning, Dave. I'm 13 and I listen to you on my paper round. My name is Shane Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. As I ride the round on my sweat-drenched Moroccan bedsheets. <laughs> I thought of Dave Berry the paint. <laughs> Did you? Wow. <laughs> wonder what you were going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Glenn was about to spit his tea all over the glass there. <laughs> the second studio. <laughs> Don't say writhe, Dave. Don't say writhe. <laughs> it's Rose. <laughs> As I rove majestically upon my Moroccan con bedsheets, drenched in sweat, I thought of nothing but Dave Berry the paint. Yeah, of course, yeah. uh, a wonderful gift from our dear friends at Wix and how there is one tin remaining in the office that hasn't been used. Yeah. And instead of painting a wall with it, wall with it, wall. I thought we could create some art. I said yeah. this, I announced this yesterday on the show around this time and we've had a letter from Wix. Oh, they've heard about the plan, have they? I'm not going to lie, I opened it before we went live just because I was nervous as to what it's going to say and I was right to do so, Matt. Right. Because uh, we've been, you know, we're going to do this together. This is a co-pro. This is a Dave Matt piece of yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. Um, two great artistic minds coming together. You're going to be blindfolded. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, to That's add how I to do your my best work. Almost yeah. childlike painting already. Yeah. 
Dear Dave, we heard that you and Matt Dyson have decided to create a work of art using nothing but Dave Berry the paint. We think this is a brilliant idea, so with that in mind, listen to this. We've taken the liberty of arranging for your painting to be shown in an edgy East London art gallery. <laughs> oh, no. For what? all the world to see. No need to thank us. Can't wait to see your masterpiece. Lots of love, your friends with DIY benefits, Wix. So it's going to be like classed as modern art? It's in Old Street, apparently. Oh, yes. We can make some money out of this. We could flog it for thousands. Well, we'd have workshopped. <laughs> the title of the piece was going to be A Naked Being Dancing Wildly and Freely Around the Candlelight of Destiny by Dave and Matt. <laughs> 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 Which, for a small £3,000, could be yours. It's a bargain. So we're going to have to get... Well, we're painting. It's an investment, isn't it, a work of art? Like that. It's an investment, <laughs> it's an investment piece! <laughs> yeah. Financial advisor and artist Matt Dyson there. Uh, so we're going to be painting a naked being dancing wildly and freely around the candlelight of destiny after the show today. <laughs> and then Wix are going to display it in a gallery. Uh, thanks, Wix. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Sure, you're the biggest commercial breakfast show in the country, Dave, but why don't you celebrate those weird national days more? Our boss, <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> So that's what we're doing. Yeah. And today, the 21st of May, is National Memo Day. Oh. So happy National Memo Day, everybody. Great. Consider this your memo to remember that. Uh, memo, of course, is an abbreviation of the Latin word uh, memorandum. Of course. Another mad Latin word is salve, which means both hello and goodbye. Oh. Hello, goodbye is a song by the Beatles. Now, the Beatles are great but they're not a patch off Phoebe from Friends. Right. That was pure unparalleled talent right there. <laughs> Obviously, best known for a song, Smelly Cat. Uh, some of us are guilty on blaming bad smells on our pets. So on this National Memo Day, I'm asking, when have you used an animal as an excuse? Well, I never. We'd love to get in touch. Whenever you use an animal as an excuse. And this means we get to turn our attentions to my last Instagram post and something that, that was a big part of my world most of yesterday evening. Uh, Felicity Bruno Ding Dang the Bird. Oh. Uh, she came into our lives um, by f falling. Little baby bird, Felicity is. She fell into one of the um, boxes from the many, many things we have unpacked since we moved house. Uh, that continues. Uh, yeah. What a living house <laughs> it is. So many boxes. Do not move house if you have a baby. <laughs> Message ends. Anyway, so there's. Uh, I've been getting the recycling box just to call, uh, you know, yeah. create some space. And I've been putting them outside, just in the garden. And one of the boxes was just rattling from side to side. And Sarah Jane called me and she said, there's an animal in that box. Yeah. It's a more frightening sentence to hear <laughs> as you enter a room tired and you're dirty because you're unpacking. Yeah. There's an animal in that box. And then just the eyes of like, well, I'm not going to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I, I thought, please don't be like a rat. I'd hate it to yeah, be. Yeah, that would be horrendous. But we opened up and it was Felicity Bruno Ding Dang the Bird. What sort of bird is that? I'm I don't know, but she's out. adorable. But she's so, she's, she's so small she can't fly. So oh. we took I took the box out and I kind of like eased her out a little bit. And then Mummy Bird, who was perched in a tree, would fly down at regular occasions trying to, to feed, feed to feed her, to give her the strength. Oh, to regurgitate food. So then I had to go and get a little bowl of water and I had to watch over Felicity Bruno Ding Dang the Bird for two hours, which meant I couldn't do any more unpacking oh. and I was gutted. Oh. oh, it was awful just to watch over the bird. But, but I'm pleased to say after re-boxing Felicity and putting her on a shed roof, she was back She's with fine. Mum and she managed to get... Where the... did the name come from? Oh, I just thought Felicity Bruno Ding Dang the Bird <laughs> yeah. was right. a natural, yeah. a natural name. Got a nice yeah. ring to it. She, she made a right 
mess of the box, didn't she? She did. It was her very yeah. using Wix yeah. um, bird poo paint. Uh, uh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of dirty protest. Let yeah. me out of here. <laughs> Get me out now. Anyway, uh, Felicity got me out of doing any unboxing. So when have you used an animal as an excuse? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Foverall has tweeted. Uh, she's uh, commented on my Instagram post, actually. Saying it's a great just to focus in on this picture of my little bird in a box. Uh, of course, Felicity Bruno ding dang the bird in a box. She thought it was, um, quote unquote, an eco minimalist wardrobe system. Oh, Which is the name of my band at college. <laughs> so strange. Yeah. Uh, we're asking you on National Memo Day when have you used an animal as an excuse? And joining us right now on line one, we have Tom. Good morning, Tom. Hi, morning, Dave. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Excellent, yeah, very well. It's lovely having the show. So, this genuinely happened. You couldn't do your homework. You even got a note from your parents. What was the reason? So, he's going back over ten years to when I was at school, and I say I couldn't actually print out my homework because there was a mouse that had set up in our printer and uh, started nesting there. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, there's a mouse nesting in my printer, so I couldn't do my homework. Next generation of dog ate my homework, isn't it? That That is modern day. And Matt, you were you were thinking? I mean, you were thinking aloud, but what do you think? What's the the current generation? Well, there's a there's a spider in my cloud. There's a spider (laughs) in my cloud. (laughs) I couldn't access the file. Access the files. That's where we're going. Um, Tom, lovely having you on the show, my friend. Take care now. No problem. Thanks, Dave. Cheers, Tom. Wow. Matt Dyson, um, we're asking whenever you use an animal as an excuse, and you used an animal as an excuse to go and have a pint on well, your own, which is well, just, <sighs> just the lowest. Well, you of know, the Charlotte, the rabbit who we used to have, used to escape a lot. Yes. She didn't like being behind bars. We should point out, just in case you're joining us and you've missed a couple of weeks' worth of the show, Charlotte has been rehomed. It's for somewhere with a lot That's more space. That's why we're talking yeah. of her in the past so, tense. Yeah, she's Charlotte's yeah. fine. She's happy now. She's in a big she's farm happy. somewhere. Apparently. She's got a big space, an enclosed garden where she can run around. Uh, but she used to escape a lot and disappear. And I used to scour the local nature. Neighborhood for Charlotte. <laughs> At one point, I thought, you know, Sorry. I better check out, better check out the local beer garden because she could be running around in the beer garden. Well, hops Why? makes sense, doesn't it? Oh, so while I'm here, <laughs> while I'm here, I might as well have a pint. Uh, so yeah. So well, we. I just had a quick pint. I was still looking, but I was still looking for the rabbit mm. outside. Yeah. Using your eyes from the pub bench. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, So when have you used an animal as an excuse? We've heard of Tom, they're not doing his homework because there's a mouse nesting his printer and Matt using Shark the Rabbit's disappearance to have a pint of beer. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. On your six degrees of national days, and this being National Memo Day, we're asking, when have you used an animal as an excuse? Emma Jones, when have you used an animal as an excuse? When I was at university, I couldn't get out of bed for a whole morning because there was a dead mouse on my floor. But I don't know how long it had been there for because, you know, in student houses, they they use that kind of grey mottled carpet so that none of the stains show up. And And the same walls and ceiling. Yeah, exactly. And so it could have been there for days, even weeks, and I could have just been walking around it. I don't know. Wow, but then you spotted it and just couldn't... You freaked out. It was definitely dead then. Yeah. And I just put it into a shoebox and threw it away. 
Right, OK. But you didn't get out of bed all day. <sighs> well, I had, I had to eventually <laughs> muster up the courage to do that. Yeah, but yeah. it's a great excuse. <laughs> Good you. Mice are coming in really handy. Yeah. A lot of, someone's had claims of a, a, mice, a mouse had nested in his cricket pads can't and play. therefore couldn't play. I can't, I can't play. play. Can't of play. course I can't play. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, whenever you use an animal as an excuse? Uh, turned up late to work because of an enormous dog. Um, there was. I was about to leave my house. This is a few years ago, and uh, I, I heard a loud barking in the garden. I looked out, and there was like an enormous, like husky sort of dog in the garden, and it was trying to sort of like scratch against the back door. And I didn't know how to get it out, so I thought, well, I'll open the back door and let it out through the front door. And as soon as I opened the back door, it sort of belted past me, ran straight upstairs. Like I had a very good like knowledge of the layout of my house, <laughs> and it went straight into my the housemate's room. Joint. <laughs> went straight into my housemate's room, like knocked over a potted plant, so like soil went everywhere. <laughs> on it all over his carpet and the whole time I wasn't necessarily trying to get the dog out of the house I was trying to chase it with my phone so I could take a picture of it so that when I told everyone later I didn't sound insane like I, I needed like picture evidence of the dog it caused absolute chaos it just wouldn't get, it, just, it just dealt with the stairs immediately okay so there we go I mean late for work because of a huge dog Dave when our cat sits on our lap we have then been catted and in our house this means we have to sit on the sofa with said cat on our lap and that means my partner will have to get the drinks the snacks uh, right. bathe the children uh, wash the dishes we've been catted and that's uh, from James nice that. I would do but I've been catted <laughs> that idea. is a good one so mice and cats that's the way forward for getting out of things the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio Five words Five grand Absolute Radio now, if you enjoy playing along at home when we have a little round of five words, five grand, as we're about to here on the show, I have some news that will make your day. You can now play five words whenever you want, wherever you want, in the Absolute Radio app. Yes, that's right. In a radio first, we've launched our own game in the app based on this game. Ooh. It's very exciting. Uh, just like the show, all you need to do is match five words uh, generated by myself. They are entirely at random. Match all five and you're going to go into a draw. You can win £250. Oh, really? Nice. All you need to do to play for fun or for the money is download the free Absolute Radio app. Right now, though, live on The Breakfast Show, it is time for radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. And giving it a go in Wigan is Liam. Good morning, Liam. Good morning. How, How are you doing? doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. So. Marvellous. Very good. Thank you for asking. Nice having you on the show. So, thanks. Liam, my big question is, in an ideal world, which member of my team would you be playing along with this morning? I think I'd be going for Matt. Be going oh, for Matt wow. Dyson, yeah, yeah. who, for the first yeah. time in season two of Five Words, has slipped from the top of the leaderboard. Emma yeah. has 10, Matt has 18, Glenn has 20 Glenn after matching day. four mm. out of five. Some easy words yesterday, yeah. Oh, easy so. words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, what's your reason for choosing Matt, Liam? Uh, well, you've, you've got to back the underdog, haven't you? Yeah, my Wigan fan as well. So, uh... Hey, I'm not the underdog anymore. <laughs> what? I'm back to being the underdog. Great. OK, let's see who you're going to be playing with this morning as we spin the player generator. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Emma Jones. Emma Jones. Oh, sorry. Back in That's all right. play. <laughs> um, so, Emma, would you please yeah. 
put on the fluffy pink unicorn headphones to drown out all of Liam's answers. Appreciate that. Liam, this is what's gonna happen. I'll give you five words. Say the first word that pops into your head. We'll then give Emma the same five words. If all five match, you win 5,000 pounds. That is five words, five grand. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, ready as I'll ever be. Good luck. Thanks. Your first word this morning is... Gold. Lost. Deep breath. <laughs> You're running really fast at the moment, Liam. Help me focus. <laughs> Speaking of which, your second word is speed. Trap. Girl. Boy. Picture. Frame. Third. Fourth. That's a nice set of answers, I think. Tricky set of words, actually. Liam? Yep. Stay right there. We'll get Emma's five words next. Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. Liam, without giving anything away, word-wise, how are you feeling? Yeah, I feel good. Uh, I, I give it a best shot, and um, there was, there's no other answers I would have picked after, so that's always good. Fine. Carla says got the same except for one with Liam from Wigan. Hopefully, Emery's on the same page. Catherine says matched five out of five with Liam. Last Ooh. time that happened to me, the person won the money. Wow. Come on! Yeah. Was with Emma as well. Okay. It was wow. with Emma. So the omens are good for you, Liam. Here we okay. go. Good luck. Emma Jones, on a personal note, I know that your main focus here is to win Liam £5,000, but you are trailing Matt in second place by eight correctly yeah, matched words. I need to get my stats up. You need to get your stats yeah. up, basically. Yeah, that's it. And your first word this morning, Emma Jones, is... Gold. Digger. Gold oh. dust. Oh. Both, both good <laughs> answers. Kanye on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liam. No worries at all. Sorry, Liam. Do you mind if we play on just for Emma's personal stats? Yeah, go for it. Thanks, man. Thank you very much indeed. Speed. Camera. Oh. Trap. Oh. Same, same, same. Monkey, 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 monkey same, same, same. Same, same, same. Monkey, yeah. similar, monkey, similar. Monkey, same, yeah. same. Yeah. Girl. Boy. Correct. Yes. There we go. You got a point there. Picture. Frame. Correct. Yes. That's two. Third. Fourth. That's Yay. three. Three wow. out of five. Oh. Well done. We will update your stats, Emma. And Liam, we will thank you for being a brilliant contestant. Have yourself a lovely day. You too. Cheers, Liam. Take care. Pretty close, that. Pretty close. close. Three points up to 13 for Emma Jones. Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. I hope you and yours are doing well. <gasps> Look. Ten weeks of tickets. It's huge. We're only on week seven. We have so many gigs and festivals to give you tickets to. And this week on The Breakfast Show, we're fully focused on all things Bon Jovi. 
playing massive stadia up and down the country. Each morning we're focused on a different gig. Johnny used to work on the docks. Sing it. <laughs> That's what I'll be singing. That could be From you. the front row in Coventry, and you could be beside me. In Coventry, the best place to watch them, surely. <laughs> the Rico Arena. What a lovely venue. Johnny, you've already sung that bit, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Home of Wasps Rugby Club and Coventry City. Until recently, there's some dispute over there whether they'll be playing there next season. But one thing we do know is Bon Jovi are playing there this summer. And Johnny, you could be there. Johnny, no. no. Unfortunately, uh, well, my plan was to get Bon Jovi, John himself, in here, writhing around on a bed of roses. Yeah. Um, but he's not up for it, so instead we've got Matt's bear-like hand rummaging around in a box of roses. roses yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, each suite he pulls out at random is obviously got a different coloured wrapper, and that will effortlessly link itself to a general knowledge question. Mm. We'll have two of you play, and whoever answers the most questions correctly will win the tickets to see Johnny used to work on the ducks in Coventry. So if you'd like to play, all you need to do right now is call us on... Oh, can you not get... Sorry. It's not ready Sorry. yet. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It is ten weeks of tickets up next. Someone's going to be winning their way in to see Bon Jovi uh, in Coventry. And, of course, this means that on the Absolute Radio Twitter feed, the picture of us superimposed onto the bodies of Bon Jovi is back... Uh, Glenn, I think you remain the same, but possibly you've had your neck elongated by producer Nick. I'm I not... was already fairly lengthy yesterday. I think mm. producer Nick has pushed my forehead back into the he mullet. He's reshaped the mullet slightly. Reshaped the mullet. Really? You switched it's it around. Detail, OK, yeah. switched it around. Uh, Emma still looks great with cropped hair. You still look like <laughs> Seth Rogen. Um, the issue with this picture I have is because of the way in which all of Bon Jovi has stood together and John is obviously the focus in the middle, mm. it looks like I've got a really long arm and I'm reaching out and touching Matt's forearm. <laughs> you notice that? As you, <laughs> you notice that? It's oh, like I'm reaching yeah. over, like beyond Emma. <laughs> just, just, to give, just to give my friend a little tap on the shoulder, just to encourage him that it's going to be OK, this photo shoot. It's going to be OK. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So, um... Whilst hosting day two of a Bon Jovi competition, your chance to see them in Coventry, I had been singing as a tribute, a touching tribute, to one of the world's great rock and roll bands. Johnny used to work on the docks, yeah. something I sang aloud, I think, about eight times. Yeah. I was going, Johnny used to work... Loads, you all heard it, it just happened ten minutes ago. Rob's got in touch, it's Tommy used to work on the docks. Yeah. Not Johnny. Uh, yeah, and the way in which Rob, thank you, listener Rob, has has phrased his text. He's, he's not even angry, he's just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Ten weeks of tickets. Probably was someone called Johnny who worked on the docks at some point. You Probably, know, or Jonathan. dock workers. John on the Sean. docks. Sean. Yeah. Sean on the docks. Shane. Steve. Steve. Steve, <laughs> Steve on <laughs> the docks. Tommy used to work on the docks. Oh, yeah. It still feels more like it should be Johnny. Yeah, no, I think wrong, Johnny, Johnny should be working on the docks. Unless Johnny changed his name to Tommy. Yeah, maybe, possibly, maybe possibly. He's, a, he's a fraud. Mm. Do we, what do we know about this Tommy? That's what I'm going to ask John if I ever meet him. Yeah, what yeah. do we know about this Tommy worked on the docks? Yeah, what mm? became of him? Yeah. Should we move on? OK, great. <laughs> uh, we have your chance to see Bon Jovi as part of 10 Weeks of Tickets live in Coventry and player one is Leanne. Good morning, Leanne. Morning, Dave. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. You a big Bon Jovi fan? Huge. 
<laughs> okay, so you're a huge one. Tell me, it's it is a better lyric, isn't it? Johnny used to work on the docks. It's better than Tommy <laughs> used to work. It makes it does make more sense. I don't know why. Yeah, it? it just makes yeah, yeah, more sense, Leanne. You're it's more and that's a massive Bon Jovi yeah. fan there. Yeah. So thank you very and, much, Leanne. And, and Tina works the diner all day. Yeah, well there you yeah, go. Yeah. Of, course, of course, yeah. yeah. And online too, we have Alex. Good morning, Alex. Morning, morning, guys. Uh, morning, lovely everyone. having you on the show, my friend. It, it, Johnny used to work on the dock, surely, Alex. <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> what a lovely bunch of listeners we have, right? Um, okay, so Alex, Leanne, Leanne, Alex. Morning. Hello, nice to meet you, Alex. Okay, this is what's going to happen, guys. Leanne, you're going to be playing first. Matt is going to dip his hand into a box of Rose's chocolates, pick out a coloured chocolate, and then you have a general knowledge question that is linked to that colour. It is uh, the best of three. You've got three questions each. Good luck, Leanne. Uh, let's get digging around, shall we? Okay. Matt Dyson, what we got there? We've got a country fudge here, which is orange. Orange. Okay, Leanne, this is your first question. The flag of Cyprus features an orange picture in the middle. What is it of? The sun. It is a map of Cyprus. Sorry, Leanne. Oh. That's okay. Okay. There's there's a couple more chocolates in the box. What have we got now? Okay. Next one is the hazel in caramel, which is blue. Blue. Okay. Blue. The 1999 film Deep Blue Sea follows a team of scientists who have to deal with which rampaging sea creature? A shark. Correct, Leanne. You've got Yay. one. Well done. <laughs> And for your final question, Matt... Finally, we have the Hazel Whirl, which is purple. Purple, OK. One of Jimi Hendrix's experiences best-known songs is Purple What? Haze. it is! You've got two out of three. Well done, Leanne. Wait right there. Alex, you're in play. Matt Dyson, would you kindly put your hand back in to the box of roses? Yes, OK. Next, we have the signature truffle. That is red. Red. Alex, your first question. Give the full title of the antagonist in the fairy tale Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, 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 It's the big bad wolf. Okay, okay, don't worry. Leanne got two. You've still got two questions in play to push it to a tiebreaker. We have a golden barrel here, Dave. It's a gold. Gold. Who played the role of James Bond in the 1964 film Goldfinger? Uh, Sean Connery. Correct. OK, so this is to push to the tie-break. If you get this wrong, Leanne has won the tickets. Matt Dyson, what you got? We have another type of caramel, this time the hard, chewy kind. It is the blue caramel. Blue caramel. Boy band Blue represented the UK at Eurovision in 2011. But can you tell me which nation won the singing contest on Saturday night? Uh, Netherlands, Holland. It is the Netherlands, which means it is two apiece and we go to a tiebreaker. Leanne, Alex, we asked you both off air. Living on a Prayer has sold how many copies in the US? This is according to the Recording Industry Association of America. Leanne, can you remember what you told us? Four million. I think it was a poor effort, though. (laughs) You said four million. Alex, how many did you say? 15. You said 15 million. I can tell you the answer, according to the Recording Industry Association of America, is 3.4 million, which means, Leanne, you've won the tickets! Bravo! Bravo! Well 
Well done. How are you feeling? I'm so excited. I've never won anything. We're so excited for you, and thank you for confirming, as I always suspected, that Johnny used to work on the docks. Alex, it was lovely having you on the show as well. Take care, guys. Bravo. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's time for Matt Dyson and his social ammo. Sorry if I put the mics up a little bit urgently there and didn't seem to know what I was saying. I've just received a call from Sky. I was there. Our friends at Sky are calling. <laughs> Very Lee the engineer. Yeah. Move house. First thing you do, get Sky installed. Yeah, yeah. Important. Because otherwise you have to sit with your wife and eat in silence. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No offence to her. She's wonderful. It's me. It's, I can hear myself chewing in my own ear canal. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. You need You something. just need the distant din of something. One yeah, of the channels, you do, don't you? You, do. you really do. Uh, so, Matt Dyson, what's going on online? On Socials. Well, it seems socials. Uh, football pranks are back in a big way. Uh, Man City, after they did their uh, big celebration of the treble, uh, the open top bus parade, there was a video that emerged online of uh, the players on a balcony and some bits of metal on the floor below the balcony. It appeared they had dropped the Premier League trophy. Uh, the video showed Sergio Aguero looking a bit sheepish. And, <laughs> and, and, and quite good acting, to be fair, like he'd accidentally dropped the trophy wow. off the balcony. Uh, this turned out to be a prank. Apparently there is uh, some Manchester City TV prank sketch coming soon, which I can't wait to see. Okay. I presume that's on Man City TV. I'm not, I don't think it's going to be on uh, most channels. No. Uh, but Very City. It's great to see that pranking is back, because it really reminds me of the classic TV practical joker, Rio Ferdinand, <laughs> yeah. from back in 2006. Remember that? He did it just before the uh, World Cup in Germany. He did a series of hidden camera practical jokes on other players. And the catchphrase was... You got murked. <laughs> <laughs> what a great catchphrase. Delivered so well. Yeah. <laughs> Delivered beautifully. It sounds hilarious, isn't it? You got murked. Oh, no, I love Rio. Heavily yeah, based point. on Ashton Kutcher's punked show in America at the time. Uh, but uh, they involved a lot of the England players. Uh, some of the examples, Gary Neville yeah. uh, was uh, tricked into believing that he'd been charged with various speeding offences by the police. You got murked. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Wright Phillips accidentally got a waiter fired. You got murked. Which, interesting detail on that, by the way. John Terry was meant to be the victim of that practical joke, uh, but he saw the message about it on his wife's mobile phone explaining all about the prank and got Sean Wright Phillips in as a last-minute substitute. Yeah. Okay. So he did, looking at his wife's phone, Look which is interesting, isn't it? Share. Peter Crouch was offered an investment deal by an Indian businessman. You got murked. <laughs> I wonder if that big Sam Allardyce thing was actually yeah. a, 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 a long game murking. Gareth Southgate's <laughs> taking a training session, all of a sudden Rio walks on and goes, <laughs> You got murked. Sam's yeah. back in, Sam. It was just all a that, really... All that semi-final stuff, forget about it. A long-term prank. Massive long-term murking. And Wayne Rooney... <laughs> Wayne Rooney visited a dog's home with his wife, Colleen, and the little boy's dog died. <laughs> wow. You got murked. <laughs> it was a very different time. I think that must, I mean, that must have been that particular prank. <laughs> that must have been the one we've got the audio of Rio saying you got yeah, murked. Yeah. Even he was a bit like, like, a little boy's dog died. <laughs> you got murked. You got, got murked. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> sorry, already, you have been utterly murked. I do and apologise. And then the little hobo it. music <laughs> came on and Rio just walked off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no season two. Amazing stuff. Anyway, lovely to relive those murkings. And... 
about the other football-based story, which is this is in the house. This has been content created oh, in the we house. We just saw day. Richie. He just we just saw in. Richie from the Hometime Show. He was playing football manager, and uh, there is a new player on there that's been generated by the game called David Berry. The weekend, I'm sneaking in a little extra game, and Stephen is just taking on Tottenham Hotspur. Dave Berry's playing for him. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Comes up, the Spurs had this player called Dave Berry. My Stevenage lot lost 2-0. Dave Berry scores a goal from a corner. Oh, he's a bit handy as well, is he? Text keeps on coming <laughs> up, saying great clearance from Dave Berry. So excited about this. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, of course, Bush and Richie are back with the Hometime Show from 4pm this afternoon. So... We've kind of we've done some research. I'm not an actual Tottenham Youth Academy player. No, it seems that, that some of the Youth Academy players are in the game already because they're already known to us. But this appears to be a generated one. Have you seen the face of Dave Berry? <laughs> 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 I look like I look like a bad guy from a 1980s biker movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I look like one of the yeah. villains in a bar in Police Academy m- Mission to Moscow yes, or whatever yeah, the sequels yeah. the, were called. The handlebar moustache does suit you. It must be said. Uh, anyway, there are there's social ammo, fill up your boots with my socials, go berserk and try not to become the victim of a Rio Merck. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's wordplay time, kids. And today we're inspired by our friends at Wix who have... Well, they tasked... I said that I don't think there's enough been done with Dave Berry the Paint, something they made for me about a year ago. Yeah. And there's one tin left in the office, and yeah, I thought one, we could... Instead of painting a wall... Tub. Yeah, well, there it is, or a door... There it is, We yeah. could paint something artistic. And Wix thought this was such a fun idea that they've decided to book us some wall space in a trendy East London gallery for all to see. Great. And as soon as we're done here in 40 minutes, we're going to disappear into a little studio at the end of the corridor and we're going to get a painting, mm. which is very exciting. And I'm blindfolded, yeah? You're going to be blindfolded. Great. You asked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> uh, so, for the Daily Smash, we're doing art versus the playlist. Anything from the world of art and any song. Or anything to do with music. So, art versus the place. I've got the Smithsonian Education of Lauren Hill. Oh, lovely. I've got Salvador Bob Marley. Yes. <laughs> I've got Van Gogh West. Oh. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Matt, what you got? Uh, the Craig McLaughlin classic, Hey Mona Lisa. Very nice. <laughs> uh, the questionable Craig Douglas song from the late 50s, Only 16, as in Chapel. This one for the older listeners yeah. there. <laughs> and... <laughs> what? The Sistine Chapel of the song? Absolute radio, 380. <laughs> and uh, my favourite Italian Renaissance painter, <laughs> Sandro Botti Nelli. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Emma Jones! <laughs> I got Easel Like Sunday Morning. Oh, oh nice. Painted Love by Soft Sound. And Claude Money for Nothing. Ah, oh, oh, that is a fine selection, Emma Jones. Possibly your strongest to date, Thank you. I'd, uh, similar to Emma, I've got Abba's Monet, Monet, Monet. Um, I bet Julux good on the dance floor. Ooh, and yes. uh, owner of a Tony Hart. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, thanks to Wix for smashing together art and the playlist. Thanks for getting in touch, everyone. Andy and Gillingham. Tracy Emin, M. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mona Lisa Stansfield from Ross, oh, of course. Of course, yeah. 
Pastor Da Vinci on the left-hand side <laughs> from Andy and Elgin and Picasso, solid crew, 21 seconds, Van Gogh. That's from Joe oh, in Gloucester. Great work, enough. Joe. What you got, Matt? Uh, the Andy Warhols uh, from <laughs> Nate on Twitter. Uh, Bobbert's gone for Da Vinci Strider. Steve, <laughs> Steve Harley and the Hockney Rebel is a good one from Oh, Guy that's Howard. great. And uh, Nate's also gone for uh, the classic by Shakademus and Pliers, <laughs> Matisse, me, Matisse, me, Matisse, me, Matisse, me, baby, till I lose control. <laughs> Excellent work, everybody. The Daily Smash will return tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. That's it. Time to bid you farewell. Thank you ever so much for tuning into the show. It's been lovely having you on board. All I need to do is remind you that this show is accompanied by a daily podcast. It's effectively all the talky bits with no songs or adverts. And those talky bits often lead to the naming of the podcast. And it has come down to two contenders, both strong for the Tuesday podcast. One is courtesy of Matt Dyson. Matt, I, I like the idea of a massive long-term Merkin. But it just narrowly misses out to a question that was posed by a dear listener who turns 42 next week, and he asked, why are there no young Steves? <laughs> That's what we're calling the podcast, Why Are There No Young Steves? Download it from all the usual places, and we'll be back tomorrow at 6am. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.